she said, she said, you know what? I, I just want you to be my friend. I, I said, no way, you know, I mean, I want to be a very, 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 very good friend. You know what I'm saying? Not just friend. I still had the boyfriend. He said, let's do, let's do a pros and cons. Tell me some of the good things about this guy. I said, uh, I said, he's nice. And he said, oh, he's nice. Well, that's a great thing. He's nice. And then I couldn't think of <laughs> anything else. The next day I dumped him and Frank and I started dating. Take a girl and a guy, and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is Couples Synergy. Welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I'm Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean, and this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Please check us out online on our Facebook page and Instagram at Couple Synergy or our website, couplesynergy.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 20 years. Everyone says you should work on your relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of. With the partner they fell in love with. On today's episode, we welcome Frank and Patty. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Yeah, happy to be here. Absolutely. So, you know, this is at not just Frank and Patty, it's... Uncle Frank and Aunt Patty, thank you so much for deciding to be on our podcast, not really knowing much about what we're doing here. But, you know, we want to get into your story, your relationship story. And we think it's a very interesting one. And so, you know, before we do that, uh, let's start out with how old are you? How long have you been together? And what do you guys do for a living? So I'm 57. And how old are you, Frank? I'm 54. No, you're not. <laughs> How old are you? 68. Uh-huh. Going, going to be 69 in, in a couple of months, actually. Yeah. And we've been married for 32 years. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we own a golf car dealership. And we both work there. Awesome. Nice. And you guys are in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, Peachtree City. Is, awesome. is where the business is, and we live south of Atlanta in Fayetteville, Georgia. And can you tell us a story of how you met? Uh, as you probably remember, back in Chicago, I was in auto parts business, and uh, I, I used to do business with this company. I used to order auto parts, you know, every, every day almost, every evening, uh, and they would deliver it to us the next day. And uh, it happened uh, that uh, this gal, this young gal, used to go to uh, to college. At the time, she was going to college and working part-time at this company that I used to buy auto parts from. And she was taking orders on the phone from me. And uh, <laughs> I, I, almost every day we would talk, you know, and... Uh, it's no secret that right away she fell in love with my accent and she just died for me, you know. 
But no, she she was so nice and so receptive and so wonderful on the phone. And I've always wondered why is she so nice to me? Well, it wasn't just me. She was just simply nice, you know. And uh, uh, so uh, come Christmas time, I get a card in the mail. 1987, that was 1986. 1986. 86. 86. 86. And, uh, and I wasn't used to getting cards from anybody, you know, just uh, so I received that Christmas card and I look at it and it says, Patty, Patty Harvey. And I said, wow, this is wonderful, you know. And uh, uh, so I was... Uh, very much surprised, very surprised, and very happy about it, actually. And uh, the first thing that came to my mind was that I got her, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got her? And <laughs> had you guys met yet in person? No, no. no, no she just... <laughs> She just because you know we were talking, you know, she was not she's she was just a nice, nice gal, you know. She sent me a Christmas card, and uh, so to return the favor, I sent her a dozen of uh roses, uh, and I kept on talking, you know, to her, and uh, I kept asking her to go out, by the way. In the meantime, I asked uh, the salesman who was calling on us from that company, what did this Patty look like? What does she look like, you know? And uh, I remember Paul, you know, he was a nice guy. Actually, he used to live in the same neighborhood as we did, Arlington Heights, you know? And uh, he said, you know what? There were, there were so many uh, young girls taking orders in that company and uh, he said, she's the cutest one there. <laughs> I said, okay, then that's it. So I sent her a dozen of roses and uh, I kept working on her, asking her to go out, you know. She was very much reluctant to do it and she didn't want to do it. And, uh, and uh, I finally got her to agree to go to brunch, to have brunch with me on Sunday. See? There's a difference between having brunch or go out to dinner. Mm -hmm. Brunch is safer. What's that? Brunch is Ooh. safer, right? Who is safer? Brunch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, and uh, I took her to this uh, beautiful place, you know, in uh, what was it, Willow Park? Mm -hmm. No, yeah, uh, in Willow Park. Uh, we met at uh, we, did, we met at one noon at uh, in front of uh, was it Nordstrom or something you know yeah one of the malls one of the malls and then we had a wonderful brunch but we had a wonderful okay yeah well and mind you you know that I spent a lot of money on that brunch you know at that time back in 1986 now that was 1987 2495 ahead, you know, that's a lot of money back then. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it was Was it worth it? Absolutely. You know, <laughs> it was an unbelievable brunch though. It was truly a great 
the name of the place was Charcoal's. I don't know if it's still there or not, you know. No, I don't think so. You don't think so. But anyway, you know, we, we talked and uh, we had a really uh, lengthy brunch, didn't we? Yes, it was very nice. Very nice. And uh, it's nice to get to know you. Yeah. And uh, I, it was nice to get to know her, you know, and just uh, as is, uh, I, I thought maybe I could ask her to go out with me again, you know, and I kept working on her, you know, afterwards. Um, when, when we finished eating and we talked and talked, then as we were leaving, she gave me a hug, which was so good, you know. I, I really loved it, you know. <laughs> so I, this was a true blind date. Absolutely. So See, it wasn't arranged as a blind date. Right. We turned into a blind date, you know. We had just talked on the phone, you know. So, Patty, what was going on for you? You know, what, what prompted sending the Christmas card? and? Yeah, he, he was just a nice guy. And I, I thought, you know, I'll just be nice and send the card. And, um, and then when he sent the roses, I thought that was really nice. And he asked um, several times to get together, and, and I, I, I didn't. Um, and the reason why I didn't was because, you know, I had, uh, I had a boyfriend and so I was just being nice, but he is very persistent. And I thought, well, you know, I'll just, I'll just go and, and, uh, have, have, yeah, just, yeah. Cause we were, you know, I, I kind of looked at him as a friend and, and, uh, um, but, uh, you know, I knew that, that it was more than that for, for him and and actually the no, attraction was there for me as well but i had that little issue that i um you know had to deal with so um, the boyfriend issue boyfriend <laughs> right <laughs> so we saw each other a few times but then i just I, you know i wasn't feeling you know really comfortable with the whole thing because of the circumstances and and um and he had gone to um out to Las Vegas or no, no, California, 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 and he was gone for a week. And, um, and when he came back, you know, he wanted to meet with me and I said, well, I'll go and meet him. But I knew I was just going to like end it. And, um, and he, he brought me back a nice t-shirt and, and I said, I said, I want we this. met at a place in Elk Grove village, by the way, yeah. you know, so we met there and, and then I, um, you know, I just told him, I just said, this is, you know, this is not the right timing and all. So she said, she said, you know what, you're nice. I, I just want you to be my friend. Yeah. And uh, I, I said, no way, you know, I mean, not to her, you know, to myself. I, I, you know what, I want to be a very, 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 very good friend. You know what I'm saying? Not just friend. <laughs> I want to be very friendly, yeah. you know. And, uh, but, um, so, but yeah. she, uh, in a sense, she dumped me, and yeah. I was so yeah. hurt bad. Now, here, hear me out. I mean, you know that uh, how hurtful it was to me coming out of a divorce. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That uh, it was such a uh, uh, such a terrible experience for me. You know, going through that divorce, uh, and I was uh, trying to. Uh, I don't know. I was trying to revive myself in a sense. And then I get hit with this thing. No, let's be friends. Goodness. So I said, no way that I can be friends with you. You know, it just, 
you got to be very, very frank. How, how long after the divorce was this uh, date, this brunch date? My divorce was completed in 80, end of 84, beginning of 85. That was end of eight, two years afterwards when it was completed. So I said, okay, well, I couldn't do anything. And I went home and, uh, and cried. No, I didn't cry. I was, but I, I had grown up a little bit because of my divorce, so I wasn't going to cry, you know what I'm saying? You did enough crying, probably. I did enough crying. But, but yes. we talked a lot on the phone, and there, you know, there was absolutely an attraction, and um, and he, find, I, I just kept asking him, just be my friend, you know, I just, I really just want to, and he, he would refuse to do that, but then, you know, one day in June, it was, it was the day before um, Father's Day, he said he would be my friend, and I was so happy. So I, I went and I bought him lunch and, and, uh, she came, she came to my, Auto Parts. Skokie, my place of business yeah. and she bought me a, a sub sandwich, you know? And, yeah. And he kept, uh, you know, I just really wanted to drop it off and say hi, but he, he kind of kept me there and he said, you know what? I didn't, I drove in with my brother. So, you know, could you just wait and we'll leave? Maybe you can, I, I just got a new condo. Maybe I could show you the condo and, and we can have the sandwich. So I thought, okay, well, I, I can do that. You know, he's asking for a ride. And so, um, so we did that. We went to his um, brand new condo. He didn't have any furniture in there, except for maybe that table with the chairs, the three-legged chairs. The wrong table and three-legged <laughs> yeah. chairs. Yeah. And so we ate. And then, you know, I still had the boyfriend. So, so he, he said, well, here, you know, tell me, tell me some, um, he said, let's do, let's do a pros and cons. Let's just, you know, tell me, you know, some of the good things about this guy. I said, uh, I said, he's nice. And he said, Oh, he's nice. Well, that's a great thing. He's nice. And then I, and I said, you know, he can be funny. And he said, Oh, that that's great. That's really great. And, uh, and then I couldn't think of <laughs> anything and, else. And, so and, um, and, but then he started on the other side, you know, I stomped it right there. I stomped it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So uh, all the things that weren't great. And, and anyway, the next day I dumped him and, and, you know, Frank and I started dating. Well, um, well here, and that, don't forget to tell him, you know, when we put on pros for me, it just, we didn't have enough paper to put it down. Did we do that? <laughs> I don't think we did that. <laughs> So, so, um, anyway, we, so we, we started, um, dating and it was really wonderful. And then, uh, in October we got engaged. So, you know, that's like about four months later and, um, and, and then, uh, decided for me to wait to finish, um, college before we got married. So, uh, we finished, she I finished was, she college. Was, she in was going to Northern Illinois, yeah. Cal University. Yeah. And um, graduate, graduated May of 89. We got married June of 89. So we were engaged for like, you know, for two, two almost two years. No, two and a half years. Yes. No, 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 less than two years. Less anyway, two years. yeah. yeah. And, uh, was the age difference ever an issue for you guys? Yes. Not for me. Not for me either, but for my family, I think. And, you know, I don't think they came right out and said anything. And his his culture, his background was also, you know, an issue. Um, it, 
it was kind of like subtle, like not, you know, coming right out and saying things, but, you know, kind of little hints here and there. And I, I just could tell that they weren't, my parents weren't totally happy for us. And you have to remember, like at that time, the, you know, the hostage crisis, it was only 10 years old and it was still fresh in people's minds about, you know, what Iran had done. And, you know, so, so there was a lot of that at play. And I'll tell you when I first, um, when I asked a salesperson about him and he told me he was Persian, I didn't know what Persian was. <laughs> like if, if I had known Persian was Iranian at the time, I, I'm not sure that I, that I, you know, I'm just not sure that I would have gone to, to meet him. So that, that's how strong the, you know, the hate was back then for the country. It's too bad, you know, because it's not about the country. It's a, you know, it's about, it's about people, but, but yeah, so the age, the um, back, the nationality uh, that, that I could tell those were concerns for my parents, but they were never concerns for me. And some of her friends actually were telling her, Oh, he's too old. You know, he's, 12 years young, old, older than you, you know, just, uh, but anyway, you know, uh, the, the power that I had, you know, and <laughs> Frank, you're well, not being very humble here. No, <laughs> um, no he's, he's really an amazing person. And, um, and I, so I, as soon as I had a chance to get to know him, you know, none of that stuff mattered. So I didn't, I didn't care what um, my parents thought. I didn't, you know, that wasn't a concern. I remember like when we got married and, and I was walking down that aisle, um, I could see him up there and he was smiling. And I, I just, I mean, I think some people might have some concerns, you know, of whether this is, you know, the right choice is if they're nervous that was never the case for me. I, I knew that he was an amazing person and, and, uh, um, and I knew it was the right thing. So there was never, ever, um, you know, an, an issue of whether it was right. It just felt right all along. So, you know, and for, I, our, for our audio listeners, Patty, your, your ethnic background is, is what? So uh, I had German, English, Polish, um, some Irish, and then there, I actually did one of those 23 and me's and what I was told about my background was pretty um, accurate. So there's a couple little miscellaneous things in there, but, um, but that's, that's the breakdown. And so which was more of a, a difficult challenge is the age difference or the cultural difference? There was no challenge for me, you know, I mean, um, one thing we talked about though, is, is because, um, he was 36 when we got married. I was uh, 25. We were both thinking, oh my goodness, we got to get started. You know, if we're going to have kids, because he's going to be 60 by the time, you know, um, the old, the, the first one would be 20. You know, just kind of thinking and which seems so ridiculous to me now because, you know, it's, it's just a whole different ball game with people and how long they're waiting to get married and have children. But that's what we were thinking. Like we wanted to get started right away so that we could, you know, have um, kids and, you know, he wouldn't be too old. <laughs> By the way, we got to mention, you know, that at our wedding, uh, uh, there was this young fellow, you know, he was, I, I, I don't know how old was he, maybe 13, 14 years old, playing the violin for us, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh -huh. 
and uh, and his sister was playing piano, you know. And well, uh, weren't all three of them there? Yeah. Wasn't uh, Lale wasn't Lale doing something as well? I don't think so. I think it was just Misi and me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You and Mitchell, you know, just playing just beautiful <laughs> music. You know, that was yeah. That was wonderful. And uh, yeah, but uh, here now here is wonderful thing. You know, after we got engaged and whatever. Uh, uh, I mean, a few months afterwards, actually, as we were getting getting ready to for a wedding, uh, we went to this Chinese restaurant in Woodfield Shopping Mall. It was a it was a actually upscale type of a Chinese restaurant. So I took her there. We sat there. We had dinner, and and uh, there was. The, the waiter brought us fortune cookies, and here it is. She opened up her, and that's the truth. I'm telling you that is the truth, what I'm about to say. She opened up the fortune cookie, and guess what it said? Don't look any further. Happiness is next to you. Oh. <laughs> that is the truth, absolute truth, you know. Yeah, and, and it just, knew that. It just couldn't have that. been any better. I mean, and, oh, and you didn't plant that cookie, huh? Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely. I wish I could find that uh, yeah. that fortune, but yeah. I can't find it. But, but it was so appropriate and so wonderful, you know. And we always talk about it, you know. And as a matter of fact, when Patty Patty at times holds uh, these uh, speech classes, you know, and I have always been her student in her classes. And she has, she has always flunked me, by the way, you know, every time that I participate in a class, you know. But, uh, and so each, each one of us who participated in those classes would get up and, you know, give a speech about whatever it is. And one of my speeches was about the fortune cookie. And I gave a uh, I gave uh, all kinds of numbers about how many fortune cookies are produced uh, or made every year, where they are made, where it comes from. Actually, it doesn't come from China, by the way. It was invented in San Francisco. <laughs> you didn't know that. No. Over 4 billion fortune cookies are made every year. You are so good. And, and one of those fortune cookies was the one that I that she opened up, and that's what it said. <laughs> one, in, one in 46 million chance, right? Yeah. 46 billion. 46 billion. A billion. Yes. Wow. How did you guys get engaged? So it was just really simple. You know, we were at the condo, his brand new condo. Didn't have a lot of furniture, although he got a couch. Um, and... Um, and a TV. And a TV, yes. So we were, um, it was a Saturday night and I came back from college and we were just laying on the floor in front of the TV watching a movie. Mm -hmm. And in the, like in the middle of the movie. It was kind of, we had a blanket over us because it was cold, you yeah. know, and uh, so. Yeah, it was in ahead. October, yeah. Um, and, um, and I just, you know, he reached for my hand or I reached for his hand and he was holding the, box with the ring and uh and asked and, me to marry. And what did i say i said I, I started singing if you don't know me by now <laughs> you will never never know me yeah there is a song so i just handed her that uh you know and that that was it she was very much 
surprised. So not very surprised. No, I don't no, think I don't. she knew it was coming, but it was just a matter of time, you know. And this is like four months of dating, right? And then right. Yeah. you're engaged. Was yes. that, how did that decision come about? It's pretty quick. Well, so, you know, even though we weren't officially dating until June, I had known him since the, you know, the December, you know, when we, because we had been talking. And so, um, so it wasn't a, kind of official until um, June that we started fully dating, but. We, you know, I had a chance to get to and, know him. And we had shared a lot of things, you know, and we knew about it, each other. And uh, and uh, I had come to see, wow, I'm not going to let this one go. You know, no way. You know, she is, uh, I mean, her heart is as clear as it could possibly be. I'm going to grab her, you know, and uh, so. And I felt the same. Yeah. Frank. So I, I didn't let her go. No way. <laughs> I wasn't gonna do that, you know. And uh, you know, I, I had uh, I had experienced life, you know, in a sense, and I knew uh, I could tell people's hearts, you know. And uh, and uh, and of course, you know, physical attraction, of course, is always there. You know, you you love that, you enjoy that, but uh, it's what what's inside of that person that really, uh, really uh, moved me, you know, and got me. Now, Frank, had you ever been this serious with anyone who was not Persian before in your past? Yeah. You've been got, no, serious? this serious, you mean as far as getting married? Right. No, 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 no absolutely not. No, no, I, I thought you were, uh, what you meant was if I, if I knew other girls who were not Persian, yeah, right. yeah, I did, I did, but no, absolutely not, no. How did the two of you deal with the pressures, the family pressures from either side? So I, you know, I don't recall like much pressure. I mean, when the decision was made. Um, you know, my mom was wonderful in helping with the wedding. She was very excited that, you know, her daughter's getting married. And I think if anything got brought up and my memory is really horrible, but if anything did get brought up, I, I just shut it down, you know, very quickly. And, you know, this is, this is who I'm marrying and, and, uh, uh something to that effect, but there were, it was very subtle. It wasn't like you shouldn't do that. I think there were little things like, are you sure? And, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and that's probably something that any yeah. parent might be, con you know, just making sure, but, but I know those were the factors. So, and um, because everything else was. Yeah. But wonderful. I, but I tell you what, on my end, on my end, of course, I'm being a divorced 36 year old man. There was no such thing as trying to get a, uh, maybe my parents approval, you know, of course, my, uh, my father was gone, you know, as you know, your grandpa, I mean, and, uh, but uh, my mother, your grandma, you know, but just uh, the very first time that she met Patty, she fell in love with her. She just loved her. And, uh, and I loved her. I loved and, my uh, And although they couldn't speak, the same language. Mema knew a few, just a few words in English, and uh, Patty had picked up a few words in Persian, and they would, they would understand each other. 
they we, really, we communicated. Really yeah. You know, and uh, but uh, no, absolutely on my end, absolutely no, no, nothing. Of course, you know, and uh, you know, but uh, so that was that was great. Yeah. And you guys didn't live together before you were married. Well, I mean, he had the condo and most of the weekends that I came home from school and I came home just about every weekend, um, I would stay there at, at the condo and occasionally I would go back to the house, but um, not, not very often. So we never officially, you know, lived together, but, um, but I was there all the time. And, uh, as soon as the school is over on Fridays, you know, she couldn't wait to get to me. <laughs> you are funny, Frank. <laughs> so you guys get married, and then where do you guys go from there? Yeah, so we knew we wanted to, you know, get started with a family right away. So we we did, and I I got pregnant right away, um, and ended up having a miscarriage with that with that first baby. And then, um, you know, got pregnant again shortly after that. And then uh, Armin came in August the next year. And, um, and then we just kept going, you know. Um, by, by the way, Romin, you, I don't know if you know that we got married on your dad's birthday. No. Mm. Did yeah. you know that? No. That was my parents' <laughs> anniversary, too. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. August 18th. Yeah. We got married no, on June, uh, June, 18. June 18. And yeah. on that day, you know, June 18 of that year, it was Father's Day too. And uh, that's yeah. when we got married also, yeah. But Arma was born, born August 18th. Arma was born yeah. August 18th. Yeah. Yep. And Justin came a year and a half later or so, and Artemis about three years after that. And, um, and we thought we were done. Actually, he only wanted two. I um, I wanted four. Uh, he kind of compromised at three. Um, and then we moved to um, Georgia in 97. And um, we, we let everything go that Artemis, the youngest, wasn't using anymore. Let all my maternity stuff go. And well, we got settled in here. And... Um, and, you know, we had a little oops, Frank. <laughs> and, uh, um, and, and, and anyway, we, you know, we found out we were going to have Kev and Frank was pretty much a nervous wreck, you know, because we, you know, we moved down here. It didn't turn out the way we had thought it was going to turn out. We thought we were buying an existing business. Uh, the whole deal fell through. So it was enormous financial pressure and, you know, I had a new house, new schools, a new business, um, just knew everything. And then we found out we were having another baby. And so it was, it was quite stressful. Um, so. Yeah, very, very scary. Uh, but uh, 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 when Kevin came, you know, it just, uh, by the way, he's our only redneck, you know, the rest of them are Yankees, you know. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, he, as as scared as I was at the time, but he brought life to us. He's as as uh, as they say, he's the glue of our family. He really is, and he he gives us so much life. He he's uh, he's full of life. He's 
vibrant. He's he's alive, you know. And uh, uh, when he comes home, you know, from school, you know, it, it just so wonderful. wonderful. So four boys. How is that? Yeah, it just was what it was. You know, people ask that, and we just. We loved, you know, being parents. We we knew that's what we wanted to do was have a family, and um, and so um, so we, you know, we enjoyed every bit of it. We sometimes were going in many, you know, or different directions with all of their activities, um, but it all it just all worked out. You just you just do it. That's right. Yeah. So we enjoyed it. We um, enjoyed it so much that like we would, we very rarely um, got a babysitter. Um, so that wasn't something that was really important for us. One time we went into Chicago, it was on Valentine's Day, and we got a, um, somebody wanted it. One maybe of our my friends. Mom, oh, a friend's? No, no. My your mom, mom, my mom watched. Um, it was probably just Armin and Justin at the time. And we just didn't have, we didn't enjoy it. You know, we were concerned and we just wanted to get back there. Even though my mom, of course, was um, excellent. She came every week to spend time uh, with them, but we just enjoyed spending time with them. We didn't even take a trip away or uh, until 2008, um, like away without them. It was out of the country because we won a trip. And we didn't want it to go to waste. We won airfare, any, any, um, anywhere. yeah, anywhere. So we just decided to go to Italy, but so we loved it. We, you know, we were, um, somebody was always there for them. And, um, so. Did you always, why did you want four kids? Uh, did you come from a, a large family? No, I, I don't know. You know, it just seemed appealing to me to have four and I'm, I'm not sure why, but. Um, but I, I got what I wanted. He wanted to, and we ended up with four and I know he's very, very happy about it. I, 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 th- <laughs> I thought we were going with two, but obviously she had other plans, you know, this and, wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> These yeah. things take two people. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, now I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it any other way now. Absolutely. You know, it's the best Thing that could have ever happened. You know. but what would you say are some of the biggest challenges the two of you have faced together as a couple? I think our, um, you know, our, our children have created some of those challenges, you know, and, um, you know, just raising them and all the things that take place, all the things that they do. Like they've told us now that um, you know, we would have these Christmas parties and, um, and there would be a lot of alcohol at these parties. People would bring a lot of alcohol and, and, you know, the boys told us later that they, you know, as soon as the parties were over, they would, you know, kind of grab whatever bottles they wanted. And, um, and so they, you know, I don't know, I think it's pretty, you know, typical, but, but we hear about some of those stories now, but those things led to other things. And, and Kevin proved it to you how good he is at doing that, right? Do you know what I mean? you remember a few years back? What? I don't <laughs> remember. At, at Alec and Angie's at the, wedding. At the house, you know. Oh, okay. He was just completely gone, you know. Yeah. Oh, 
So, you know, but things like that, I mean, challenges of that nature, um, you know, not, I don't think any of that stuff put a, a, a stress on our marriage. Um, mm. if, if anything, you know, it kind of brought us closer uh, to deal with challenges. And, you know, we, just like everybody, I'm sure, you know, we had our fair share of stuff that happened with, you know, school and, you know, all, all sorts of things. So, um, you know, and then dealing with the boys and, and um, breakups and things of that nature. I will say that I'm very happy that we, um, we, we, we don't have any grandchildren that we, at least that we know about. So, yeah. <laughs> not, so we didn't have to deal with that. And I know a lot of people do, but, um, you know, the boys just were having fun, I think. And so. Now, mind you that uh, it's not to say that we never have had any disagreements. Oh, yeah. We have had it, but it, it's no been doubt. very short-lived. Uh, we might have uh, kind of been mad at each other, if you will, but uh, oh, yeah. it just lasted maybe, truthfully, a few minutes. Uh, Sometimes overnight, but not, that was early on. One of us for sure would turn around and, you know, say something to break the ice and say, come on, I'm sorry, or whatever it is, you know, it never, never got any deeper than, than the surface. Yeah. So in what way is your guys' relationship different than what you saw growing up? Oh yeah. So, um, you know, my, my parents didn't, didn't have the kind of relationship that, that Frank and I have, you know, um, my, they divorced my mom and dad. And so, um, so, you know, I, it wasn't always, um, I have good memories of growing up and they were really good parents. Um, but, you know, I think my dad probably could have done a better job at being a, a husband. So, um, so, you know, I, that, but I don't know that that affected me a whole lot. I'm, I'm sure it has, but not really with, um, with our relationship. I know for Frank, he's, you know, seen nothing but, you know, devotion and love and yeah. with, um, with his parents. So. And, uh, you know, one thing that I, learned from early on you know the respect that my father your grandpa i mean had for for his wife or my mother uh never disrespected her uh it was a it was something that always uh stayed with me it got embossed in my head and i don't think i have ever disrespected you no no never and uh um, yeah, Frank yeah. is an amazing person. I'm very, very blessed. Yeah, you know, and, no uh, doubt about it. And uh, it just, um, I think it's, and I, and I also, as I was said, as I said, you know, I, I, I kind of uh, uh, learned from my first marriage. Uh, not to say that uh, when I say I learned from it, not to say that I'm, I consider myself guilty of having done anything to cause that divorce. By the way, I'm so happy that it happened so that I could meet this lady. You know, this, he was, he was with me. God was with me, you know, and so that I I would get to meet this wonderful woman, you know. And uh, 
but uh, I, I learned quite a bit, you know, and uh, uh, I knew what uh, it cannot be. Not that I ever was actually more than 50. You know, I never wanted to be more than 50 uh, percent of the whole thing, you know, although I at times I make that gesture that, oh, I'm the man, I got to have 80 percent, you are 20, you know, I, that's just... No, I've never felt like yeah, that. And I, I feel like he's always been 100% and I've done my best to be at 100% as well. Yeah, yeah, so instead of 50%, just, we don't, you know, we just try to give it yeah, all. It just give and take. I feel Bottom like line that. is give and take, you know, you just, uh, there are times that you got to say, you know, you're right, you know, and, uh, you know, hey, it is what it is and uh, we go on, you know, but uh, yeah, it would seem like your past experiences really set things in motion so that you knew what you were looking for when you met each other. Yeah, I mean, um, we eat. I knew what I was looking for. Yeah, I, I and I just, you know, wanted a, a, a good person, a good man who, um, you know, had um, was respectful and we our our values aligned and, and um, you know, our thinking and our beliefs and uh for the most part and um and so but you never know how you know people change you never know how these things will ultimately end up right because things know. happen over the years and and so i feel like uh we've put a lot of work into you know making um when there were issues instead of pulling apart we we got closer i think and um and so, you know, sure. yeah, but, um, uh, yeah. you know, life throws you a lot of different things. And, and I think your relationship can either, um, be divided or it, be, it is more united and, and stronger. And so luckily for us and how we view things and, um, our love that we, we always got stronger through the challenges. What advice would you give to younger couples, especially with being in the middle of having a bunch of kids and a busy life? How did you guys manage to stay so connected through that? Yeah, so so we we just love spending time with each other. Like um, Frank, he he would uh, he would never like he never went. Uh, his whole fam his family was his everything. He, um, he didn't have any outside, um, friendships. Um, no, he did, he did have them, but you know, he didn't, they didn't have a, you know, a regular time that they went out. It was, Frank wasn't interested in any of that. And not that that's a bad thing or anything. And sometimes people like to take a break and I actually have spent time with my friends, um, doing different things. And he's been very supportive of that, but, but he, he just never did anything like that. And so, um, his whole life was his family. So he, um, so he just made, um, the, the conscious effort and choice to, um, be completely dedicated and devoted to us. And, um, and so I, I don't know if that's, you know, I think that's definitely good advice for people to, 
you know, be completely dedicated and devoted, but, but that he, he showed it in a different way. That doesn't mean, you, you know, you don't spend time away from your family. It's just, mm-hmm. that was Frank's whole thing. He, he worked really hard. And when he got home, he just wanted to spend time with, with his family. And so that, that, that was huge that, um, so we never had to struggle with, Hey, you know, you're, you're spending too much time doing this, or you're spending too much money on that. Or, and, and that's the other thing we never, um, we never have had like money issues. Not that we didn't have to worry about the finances. It's just, you know, we never we, argued about right. Yeah. And, and there was, you know, um, he was always very understanding of um, the, if I, you know, if I went out and took care of things, bought things for the boys, there was never, there was never any questioning. Um, now, if we, if we were pretty frugal and, and so we, we cared about that, but, um, so we, we never had, we never had any trust issues. And I think, and I know, you know, hopefully people go into a relationship knowing that they can trust somebody, but if you, if you can't, I feel like that causes so many issues that are hard to overcome later. And so, um, so the first thing is make sure that you, you know, you really trust somebody before you go into a marriage um, but then spending time, you know, just being devoted and dedicated and showing that you care, showing respect, working hard like our, you know, all four of the boys have only seen Frank every single day of his life get up and and go to work and and and, you know, work hard so that they could have the life that they had and and that they continue to have. And so. I just to piggyback on what Penny was saying, going out with the friends, you know, going to bar, to drink, or whatever, it never interested me. I and I, if I ever wanted to go out with my friends, you know that you know all of my friends from college and whatever. Uh, if it wasn't with their mates or wives, you know, and us together, it didn't didn't interest me at all. You know, I I would I was never. Uh, happy to just go out. Okay, hey boys, let's go out. You know, to a bar and drink and uh, just whatever it is. You know, it didn't do me any anything. I never got excited. I never cared, and I still don't. Uh, I mean, if I'm gonna do something, well, she's gotta be involved. Otherwise, you know, hey, I'd rather stay home, have a glass of wine with her, and uh, and uh, I think we. She says something, and uh, when she says something, then I'm I grab it and I go on forever. You know, she laughs her butt off. You know, I'm saying I'm I wouldn't let it go. You know, <laughs> just the silliest, stupid things. We can you know take that on a, a long yeah. ride, yeah. but um, but you know the the other thing um, that I was thinking about with um, you know young couples is is not to stop, um, you know, showing the way that you love somebody. Um, like don't ever, um, just think, well, you know, we're married now and, and there's pressures of kids. You still, whatever way you show that or whatever way you, um, make time for one another, there has to be time away from kids and time to, um, keep your marriage uh, good because, um, it, you know, inevitably, if, if, if you don't, then there's going to be issues that come up. And I don't think um, maybe a lot of people understand how important that is to, 
to make time um, and to, you know, show your um, spouse how much you care and how much you love them. And that can be in whatever ways are important for that person. You know, I'm sure you've heard of the five love languages. And, um, and so, you know, for, um, for, for me, it's, it's acts of service for Frank's it's um, words of affirmation, I think. And, um, and so we, you know, he knows that. And so he'll do things around here that make me happy that I don't have to do. And I try to remember to, you know, build and. I I fill up the dishwasher all the time. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, and so, so we just, you know, we just find those things that are important to the other person and try to um, make sure that, you know, we're not being selfish, just, don't be selfish. I think that's, that's huge. And, um, and I, and I also, um, feel like in, instead of just meeting somebody someplace or saying, you know, I've come halfway, like we were talking earlier, why not just go all the way? Why not just go all the way? Because I think the issue with relationships is that, you know, people always say, well, she doesn't understand this and she doesn't do that for me, or he doesn't do that for me. And, you know, why doesn't he love me and show me he loves me by doing this? And, and, and so you kind of stand your ground on your side when if you just thought about what was important to the other person and just go all the way, just go all the way to the other side. Um, it just so many good things come out of that. But if we're always looking for what, what we need and what's important for us, um, you know, that's, I think, how division begins and how relationships get messed up. Absolutely. Yeah. So last question. What is one thing that your partner has done that you really know they loved you? Uh, I don't know, you know, if there is one thing that uh, you could say, you know, she has done or I have done. It's just a everyday thing that we do for each other you know every day you know that uh, you know we when when i go to work or we go to work together you know it always starts with i love you you know and uh, and uh, as as i said every day we may have disagreements you know but it it's very short lived very very short lived you know and it ends up with saying, I'm sorry, or the other person saying sorry, and, you know, just going on, you know, I, I think it's an everyday thing. It's not one thing that you can do, you know, to say, okay, well, that's, that's a fantastic thing. No, fantastic things happen every day, you know, or should happen every day. You know, yeah. So, well, I, and for me, I just, um, when I think of, of Frank, I just, I just think of enormous, you know, devotion and uh, um, just, it's been the constant for all these years. And, you know, he is just, he's always there. He, um, you know, always shows care, always shows utmost respect, which, you know, at times I, you know, can um, probably, you know, use a little bit of help with that. You know, and we work together too, which has added, added a different dynamic to um, our lives. And, and it's fairly new. Uh, like in the last three years. And it it has been a challenge um, at times just because, you know, I I come in with fresh eyes and I see 
things that I feel, you know, I could, I feel like I can change. And he's been running this business for, you know, 24 years. And so there's a little bit of, you know, that kind of thing. But what I see all the time is that he has enormous um, respect and um, love, even if he gets mad. Um, but I, I just see that all the time. Like he's so constant. And so I, I can't think of one thing that he has done. He's, he's you know, he's amazingly. It's, it's um, a continuous right. thing that we do, you know. Yeah. But just going back, you know, to what she said that we worked together and she I did it for 20 some odd years and she has come in, she has been active for the past uh, couple of years or so. Yes, she has taken over and kicked my butt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we know a little bit about working together for <laughs> the challenges that that brings, right? <laughs> yeah. But she has uh, no doubt about it. That, uh, this has nothing to do with, with our marriage, you know, but uh, she has uh, brought in so many different new ideas, different things that I am. I'm, a, I'm like a, a dinosaur, you know. I want to stay with the old ways of doing things, you know, and, uh, but uh, she has uh, helped me, you know, just kind of calm down and say, yeah, new things are okay, you know, so let's go with that. She's you your know. innovator. Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt about it, you know. She's well, uh, Uncle Frank and Patty, we want to thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for Enjoyed taking it. the time. It was a lot of fun. You know, sharing stories is the ways that human beings have been bonding and healing and growing since the beginning of time. And we hope that by you guys sharing your story, it's enriched your lives and the lives of our listeners. Got it. Sure. I wholeheartedly thank all of you listeners for joining today, today on Couple Synergy. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. For all of you listening, please subscribe to our podcast and please leave us a review. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs, such as the home study course, Relationship 101, the Couples Weekend Intensive, and our premier coaching program called Couple to Couple, look us up online at couplesynergy.com. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening. Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez.